This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. This episode is perhaps a little different to some of my other content because I'm going to talk you through what to do when you can't or don't want to get visible. And I'm talking about this right now because in the UK, we are right in the middle or right at the start, should I say, of the third UK lockdown. And we don't know how long this is really going to go on. Is it really going to end in February? Is this going to leach over into the rest of 2021 and beyond? We don't know. But what's come up for me is that when we, whilst we've had various stresses at home with the children, either mentally, physically, emotionally, needing to, for me to be in two different places at once because of my, the requirements on me to homeschool and the emotional pressures going on at home, there have been moments where the last thing I want to do is go live on my page or on my in my Facebook group. And I want to talk you through, well, first of all, to acknowledge that that's normal. We do have ups and downs, no matter how much you want to be consistent. Some days you just don't feel like it. And I want to reassure you that whilst I'm a big believer that consistency is important, that actually looking after your mental health and your mental sanity is also important. But I think it's a question of acknowledging why you aren't or believe you can't go live and get visible in that way and what you could do as alternatives. So first of all, let's get really honest about why you're making the decision not to do live video content. Why aren't you putting yourself out in that way, even though you know that is a great way to build your brand? So is there a block? Is there a mental block here? Now, the things that come up with NLP clients, people who work with me in masterminds and on courses and programs and come to me for breakthrough sessions, very often there's a mental block that is about fear of criticism, that if they show up and they aren't fluid, if they aren't seen as the expert and getting everything correct, that they're worried they're going to be judged. Now, very often this is connected with a root belief, something that was established, a limiting belief about themselves that was established during childhood. Very often, actually, fear of being ridiculed by a teacher or a parent who was overly critical when you were a child. And those blocks then transform into reasons why you can't now go live. Now, these things sit deep, so we're not always present as to the fact that that's going on. But it doesn't take a lot of uncovering in conversation with someone to really get to the hub and the root cause of that problem. Is it that you're worried that if you show up and you do a Facebook Live or a LinkedIn Live, that you're not actually the expert, particularly when things at home are going a little bit awry and therefore those thoughts of imposter syndrome start running through your head, that you're not good enough, that everyone's going to know you don't know what you're talking about, that you're not as polished as you would like to be, that you're not perfect. And again, those things are really normal, particularly when you have distractions at home. And what I'd li- I would invite you to do is to keep what I refer to as a success journal. 
So that whenever those thoughts arise where you think you're not good enough or you don't have the right to speak on this topic or that you're going to be judged negatively, this journal is actually just all the positive feedback that you have had from other people, from family members, from clients, from people who watch your consume your content, from friends who are your cheerleaders. And it doesn't contain any of the negative stuff. This is your way of kind of self-validating when you are in the doldrums, which happens. It does happen that we can go from being super confident one day to really being knocked off our pedal, knocked off our stool or whatever you want to say the next day. And that for women, that can happen hormonally too. And it can also happen when there's stress in your environment. And I don't know about you guys, but my home life right now is a little bit topsy-turvy. But if you keep that success journal, you're going to have somewhere to go back to that is just the positives, the encouragement that you need to remember that you have as much right to talk about your topic of influence as anybody else in your field. You're just going to put your own personal spin on it. The other thing that crops up for me is that when I have stress at home, when I'm tired, when I've got all sorts of mental and emotional distractions, my skin then is not in the best condition. And I know for me, and in fact, many of my friends who are female entrepreneurs, they say that this is one of the biggest blocks for them is that when their skin goes, they just don't feel confident. So number one is look after your skin, look after that, be aware of that, notice when those things happen for you, track it in the month, but also actually be honest. Is it as bad as you think it is? Would a little bit of makeup and some great lighting, having a great ring light make a difference? Very often just having some natural light. So choosing where you're going to go live can make a really big difference. But if that is one of the things that blocks you from going live, be honest about that and then think, okay, so if it's my skin that's causing this me to pull back from owning my space in my business, well, which one of those things actually matters more to me? Do I want the business? Do I want the income? Do I want the credibility? Or am I prepared to hide because of this very normal thing that I'm struggling with? So be honest about that. The other thing is about having children at home, which many of you, or distractions, it could be partners that are at home or or whatever. Having people in your home that are not normally in your workspace and how much of a distraction that can be. And I would say that we can use this as an excuse or we can use it as fodder for what we talk about when we go live. What we know from social media is that people actually quite like to have a bit of a glimpse into our home life. Now, I personally am not a fan of bringing my children onto any of my Facebook lives. Sometimes I'll do it in a closed community, but we make that personal decision as parents that we kind of keep them off the screens. However, there have been circumstances where they have interrupted a podcast interview or a Facebook Live that I've been doing that's been going out into the world. And instead of panicking and feeling that that makes you look unprofessional, actually just embrace that, that this is the reality of you running your business. And people actually quite like seeing that part of your life. So I think it's a question of tapping into that confidence, knowing that even if you're interrupted several times, that does not negate the fact that you know what you're talking about on your particular topic. One of the challenges with lockdown particularly is feeling like you don't have the space to record. But 
you know, you could step out of the house and do a live outside your front door. You might not want to show your front door, but that is possible for you. You could pop out into your garden. You could go and sit in the car. You could go out for a walk and do a live as you're walking. So just think, is the story, is the narrative I'm telling myself about why, is it really true? Or is there something deeper? Is there a a deeper block as to why I'm not moving forward? So I'm going to now make some suggestions as to what you can do when you're not in the mood or the headspace to go live and show your face and be visible in that sense. So the things that you can do, you can do exactly what I'm doing right now and record a solo podcast. So right now, today, my home life is fairly crazy. My hair is a mess. I don't look my best, but I'm still creating something of value for my audience that is actually going to give me a much longer term positioning than one Facebook Live or Insta Live or LinkedIn Live because this particular podcast episode will have a shelf life of seven years. So I'm doing something even more valuable for my business. The other thing you could do is write a blog. So many blogs these days, they don't need to be war and peace. They just need to be your thoughts about the particular thing you're an expert in. So you could just sit down 20 minutes and block that time out so you know that you are moving forward with your business and your visibility. You can go into Facebook groups and connect with people on LinkedIn to share value, to help other people with problems that are connected with what you teach, with what you coach people in. So you can give value in that way. Now, many of us are spending way too much time on our phones and actually you just end up scrolling. Well, if you make that time intentional and make it a habit that every time you pick up your phone, you are going to give value to three different people in two different groups or whatever combination you choose to use, then you are going to be using that time productively to get visible. But if you're going to use a technique like that, you do need to make sure that your profile, when someone clicks on your profile, it is 100% clear on your personal profile what it is you do and who you help. So make sure you've got all of that background work done. The other thing you can do is go to the hottest new kid on the block, the new app Clubhouse, and you can either host your own room or you can be a, put yourself forward to speak in somebody else's room because then you are able to do whatever chaos is in the background in your home, but you are able then to position yourself in front of the right people, in front of useful and valuable people. So think about how you can do that. If you really are in a place where you are lacking creativity, then if you build a back catalogue of posts that you could repurpose at any time, then you can actually just take something and put it into Hootsuite or Buffer. One of the apps actually that we use is SmarterQ and we have a, a whole rostrum of back catalogue of material, podcast interviews, audiograms, posts that I've written that were initially on, I wrote very much on the fly on my personal profile that we then repurpose for business and put out onto my page. So could you take something, just make sure you've got something in that queue on Smarter Queue or Hootsuite or Buffer or whatever scheduling tool you use so that to your audience, you've not gone anywhere. You've not gone anywhere. And there's an interesting thing about this. One of my clients said to me today, and he knew we had a lot going on at home, He said, how are you still showing up? It's amazing given what's going on for you. And I said, well, actually, I've barely been on social media in the last two weeks, but you wouldn't know that because we have these systems in place. So how can you build those systems so you're not constantly having to create on the fly? 
And then the final thing I want to mention to you is that actually writing an honest post about what's going on for you, and this doesn't have to be warts and all, this could just be alluding to some of the the pressures that you're under right now, actually is going to create some interesting engagement on your posts. So why not write a post about what's going on for you, whether that is the pressures of homeschooling, the pressures on your children, the challenges you're having in finding a place to go live and ask other people for their input. What do they do? How is this working for them? Because actually social media is about engagement and it's about building that know, like and trust factor. So the more someone can see that you are a real person and that you're not afraid to show that you're a real person, the better results you are going to get on those days when you don't feel like showing up and getting your face out there and being visible very much as that person on video. So I hope that this has really helped. But the key thing is be kind to yourself in challenging times. If there are days when you cannot go live, you do not want to go live, there is nothing more that you would prefer than to never go live. Be honest about that, but acknowledge the blocks. Let yourself have the rest time that you need. Let yourself address the situations at home and then you can come back stronger. I hope that this has really helped. I know that as we've had pressures and challenges at home, I've had to mentally retract from being present on social media all of the time. But none of you would notice that because we have the systems in place. That is it for today. I would love to know your thoughts on this one. So please do drop me a message or if you see me on social media, let me know what you think of this episode. And if you think that there is someone out there who needs to hear what's in this show, please share this episode with them. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.